Hello, kings and queens, and this is your host, Head Rap Diva. Um, again, I just want to thank you all for listening to Head Rap Chronicles, um, and I just encourage you all to be inspired by what you hear. Um, I would love to hear um, feedback from you, all your thoughts, and just all that jazz. <laughs> Um, as you all know, the purpose behind Head Rap Chronicles is mainly to discuss topics in its raw form. Um, I am my authentic self inside, outside, all around on a daily basis. And I want to be able to share that with um, with the world. I want to be able to share that uh, with all who are willing to listen. Um, because overall, the information that I do share, share with you is... Um, from my version of things is, is my uh, formulation of the truth because uh, without this truth that I'm sharing with you from my perspective it wouldn't be me I wouldn't be able to be my authentic self and promoting what it is that I'm trying to promote um, and something over this past week really uh, came about and it just blew my mind that when it comes to our children Um, we kind of drop the ball sometimes (laughs) as parents and, you know, I want to assist in helping us get back, um, in route or on topic or just in the, uh, formation of being the ideal, um, guardian because it's technically what we are because we are, um, in this lifetime, uh, you know, promoting that you know we are we're guardians to these little people and they grow into being adult and we want to make sure that we're giving them the best kept structure knowledge and um, information that they can you know have so when they have children of their own they'll be able to give um, positivity and nothing that's trauma-based because as we know the way life is for most of us we function due to the idea of um, trauma but just to give you guys a brief update as to what this title um, this session is entitled um, I wanted to call it lessons to our kids Um, and I'm going to give you a background right now as I speak to you about why um, I'm sharing this message with you entitled lessons to our kids so over this past weekend a very interesting situation came about and I've always been a mother since my oldest he's three now since he uh, was roughly six months old um, he discovered that he had uh, a penis so of course me being a mother of a boy I was like oh my gosh what are you doing uh, so I didn't panic, but it did kind of catch me off guard. And I was like, okay. And I was, even at the, uh, him being six months old, I remember saying to him, all right, keep pulling that. You're going to put your eye out. Um, and just saying those type of things to him. But then I realized like, what is the weirdness behind it? You know, like why not just normalize it? So he knows like you have a penis, be okay with having a penis. Like that's your body part. And so as he continued to get older, and he developed uh, more language, I made sure that I introduced to, introduced to him what the name of his body part was. I didn't call it your weed whacker or 
whatever uh you're dingling you know things like, i didn't use those type of terminology i said that is your penis you have a penis so that way he understood what that was and when people uh, he encounters or he has to go to the bathroom or you know just stuff like that i just wanted him to be prepared for that um to know how to identify what this part was and put in mind he's only three so he he's very aware that he has a penis and that you know this he used it to go to the bathroom and all those different things but then i realized other kids are not so lucky um you know they grow up learning that you know that their body parts have other names (laughs) um and yes you know some parents are not very comfortable with having those type of conversations with their children, uh, which they should have with them at a very young age. So that way they don't become curious. Um, of course that's, you know, that's their nature to be curious, but when it comes to this particular aspect, if you nip it in the bud right away, their curiosity won't go further than what it should. So, um, for him, he knows he doesn't have to try to find ways to see other things because he has his own parts and even with my daughter now she's uh roughly uh nine months old oh she's nine months old she's turned nine months old and for her I identify and I say to her okay this is your vagina because she found her vagina I'm like okay here we go we're starting this whole process all over again yes this is your vagina um so I identify you know again with that terminology with her and she's still young but they're never too young to tell them certain things um but like I was saying there are so many children out here who are not prepared or have the capability to identify with what you know their body parts are and parents like to give them their body parts very fun names which is fine but when it comes down to it you know why do you have to give it a nickname (laughs) why can't you just be upfront and um, direct with them to give them the names that they're actually supposed to be called Um, so that way they can understand and have the grasp and the knowledge to know how to identify certain things. Um, So I was having uh, conversations and just going over in depth about body parts and what that looks like um, for every uh, person, you know, and I was talking uh, to, I think it was my nieces, probably my nieces. I was talking to my nieces and just having the conversation of, the difference between boys and girls, right? Uh, because they're little girls, so boys and girls. I, um, and I really kind of broke down the conversation and the situation as to what makes us different. Um, you know, boys are born with penises and girls are born with vaginas. And the, uh, the reaction I got from the girls were, what's a vagina? And I said, oh. And I was like, well, it's your private area. What do you call it? Um, And they gave me a cute little name for it. And I was like, oh, okay, this makes sense. This makes sense. And, you know, not to step on uh, boundaries uh, with parents, but, you know, I did have the conversation and said, you know, that's actually called a vagina. (laughs) It's called a vagina. And they were like, oh, okay, that makes sense. And that's why I said, you know, with being boys and girls you have to be very care- careful and finding ways to um, keep yourself uh, um, 
safe and secure. You know, you want to have boundaries because that's why they have a boys girl, a boys bathroom and a girls bathroom because we all have different parts. You know, it functions a little bit differently. Uh, for most times when it comes to boys, uh, they use the bathroom standing up and with girls you use the bathroom sitting down. So it's a little different. So that's why they have two different stalls, you know, for safety purposes. But I just say this to say, these are conversations as parents that we should be having with our kids while they're younger because as we know that society is moving so fast that they're being exposed to different things um, on a regular like it it doesn't stop and you think that um, just because you don't have the conversation with them doesn't mean that they're not getting the information anyplace else so why not be the person that uh, promotes this knowledge to the kids give them this information have that dialect with them really talk about these hard case type of situations and be honest with it upfront and necessary so that way if they have questions they can come to you because if you're already at this point kind of sugarcoating what these parts are called they're going to go other places to seek it and really understand what it is and become curious and you know try different things out Um, because that's what they do. That's what kids do. If they can't get it from one place, they go to another place and try to do it. Just like when they're asking for food. If they ask mom or dad if they can have something and mom and dad say no and they at grandma's house, what do they do? They go right to grandma and say, hey, can I have that apple? And what is grandma going to say? Of course. They're not going to say no. And that's the same thing when it comes to um, the developmental piece with, uh, with our children is that we need to be upfront and honest about what it is um, so they can reach out to us to have those questions instead of reaching out to a friend or the internet or uh, YouTube because all this stuff is available to them. And that's just all I want to say because when it comes to our kids, we are their first teachers, right? We are their first teachers. So for them to behave or act in a certain manner is because they saw it from us. You got to think, these kids come into this world with a blank slate. You know, they learn everything that they have from us. So if they learn that um, showing this type of emotion, like let's say anger, uh, and that's all that's displayed in the household, what do you think they're going to show? And that's why for me, just being a therapist, I get so, um, uh, it kind of blows my mind sometimes when I might get a situation where they're like, oh, well, he's angry. Okay. Tell me where this stems from. And the thing about that comes from when I hear, you know, a parent says their child is angry, where did the child learn this from? Because the child just and all of a sudden just pick up anger. I have to be honest with you about that. They learned it from somewhere. Kids just don't start off being a certain thing. They picked it up. Babies, same thing. They don't just start off doing certain things. They're born with a blank slate. It's like if you set those boundaries with them, as soon as they are entered into this world just imagine where they how far they could go um and how fast they can get there they won't be limited they'll be pushed you know into that type of direction so i just i again i say this to say uh parents you know teach those lessons to our children let them know the truth you know don't sugarcoat it you know, don't try to give them the watered down version because let me tell you this thing, parents, and you guys should know this for yourself. Life is hard. <laughs> Life is set up for people to um, struggle. So why would you 
put your child in a situation where you try to sugarcoat it because life ain't gonna sugarcoat anything life is going to spit you up and spit you out that's just how it works and if you don't be upfront and honest with your children life is going to do the same thing to them and you're going to wonder like oh why is my child doing this or doing that because you didn't prepare them for it you know and you of course um try to say oh well it's just a child no it's not just a child it's the parenting as well it's not just a child i have i got to be honest with you it's not just a child it is the parenting as well the parenting is what um sets it up because again our children are born with blank slates so they learn things and pick up on things from us then of course if you put them into the environment where they're educated by someone else then of course they're going to pick up other things too but we're their first teachers let's say from birth to age five and then you know of course they go to school so what do you want them to know within let's say that span of five years what do you actually want them to know are you going to be honest with them enough to tell them the real so they can be prepared for what the world is going to offer or are you going to keep sugarcoating things for them so they can be walking around um, half awake half asleep um, what are you going to do but that's just what I wanted to share with you guys just um, that brief note there and just having that type of conversation and which I will definitely come back and touch on this because I feel like this is um, important like I, I can't even stress it enough how important it is for us to be honest with our children at young ages um, and not sugarcoating or trying to downplay their intelligence because if anything they're way more advanced than what we are because they haven't been tainted with <laughs> keep that in mind remember they're blank slates they are spiritual beings as well and they are ready for this place like think about all those kids who, who are able, who have those particular talents like the kid the basketball kid or these savants in music they have these particular talents because they know we as parents we limited we limited um, their talents because we are afraid to be honest and open with them about what life is and when that happens that gets shrunken you know like it it's it closes up I don't want to do that to anyone um, especially not my kids and if their kids are around me I don't want to do it to yours either but uh, not but but and you know that's something I'm learning for myself is to take the word but out of things and just put and uh, and I just want to again encourage you parents out there that it's a work in progress and if you have the opportunity to switch things up and change things around I encourage you to alright y'all remember my kings and my queens to subscribe so that way you would know whenever there's a new podcast coming out for you you won't have to wait for it it'll be right there popping up on your phones on your emails on your computers tablet whatever device you kind of use um, also show your support by following me on Instagram at HeadRapDiva I'm there follow me message me if you have any questions or if you just want to just write out to me have a conversation please feel free to you can reach me at HeadRapDiva at gmail.com so again y'all support 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 until the rise stay woke my family peace and love